Now let's hope that we have some better luck today because yesterday the internet, something was going on. I don't know, my, my internet signal seemed strong, but for some reason we kept going in and out. So here we are again, take two, um, going over tackling this really big topic of motivation because motivation is something that everybody struggles with everybody struggles with so if that's you know you're not alone like we all struggle with motivation in some form or another you know and it it always seems to be the biggest areas where we struggle with motivation are physically with our bodies you know where we are looking to lose some weight um looking to eat healthier looking to exercise more looking to just take care of ourselves take better care of ourselves in general but it also happens um in business you know and and staying motivated especially when you are a business owner an entrepreneur and you're having to create something from nothing in that creation process i know um it, it's a struggle it's a struggle to stay consistent i know that that for me that's always been a struggle you know it's it's one of those things where I get gung-ho right off the bat in anything, whether I'm, you know, on a new nutrition plan or, you know, I've set some new goals for me to lose some weight or whatever. Like, it's easy getting started. It's hard staying motivated and continuing. And I think that we all we all kind of go through that. But um, thank you for those of you who attempted to watch yesterday's Misty Moment um, on this topic. And you tried to stick with me through the broadcast, although it was in and out. I thought it was going to be seamless once once we finished and wrapped up but unfortunately even the playback wasn't very good so i apologize for that but thank you again for tuning in today i am going through my laptop so um this is new i've not done a facebook live from my laptop before so i'm hoping that this might work out a little better for us and um and maybe i'll be able to see your comments better and you know all of that but um we're gonna we're gonna try it this way Hi, Diane. So glad to have you live. Yeah, absolutely. It's morning there. So good morning. Hope you had a good night's sleep. Um, so again, today we are talking about this thing called motivation. And I think that, you know, it's the number one consistent thing that people write into us about. And they, you know, they, they make comments in, in the Facebook threads. They send us emails. They send us messages. I mean, with all everybody on my team, moderators and everybody, this topic keeps coming up in how do I either get motivated or how do I stay motivated? And so I really wanted to dive into that a little deeper. And I spent some time yesterday reading through some old notes, some old articles, reflecting back on, you know, my my history as, you know, in coaching people in this area of motivation since, you know, owning our own facility. And being in business with Trevor, it just, it comes with the job, right? Um, coaching people and, and just taking upon personal experience and and doing a little bit of research from some people that I like to, you know, some books that I've read or some people that I follow. Um, and I really wanted to just kind of dive into motivation a little bit and just really figure out, you know, what makes us tick? What makes us motivated? What makes me motivated? And, um, and ultimately, I came up with just a few things. And really, motivation starts with a desire, right? It's a desire for something different. It's a desire for something better. It's a desire for change, something that you want to improve upon, right? So you 
you think about, you know, in your case, I have the desire to do these things, to live life more independently, to, you know, be able to sit up stronger maybe in my chair so that I can do things outside of my body out here, you know, and, and not rely on somebody else to do so much for me. Or maybe, maybe you have the desire to walk or to walk comfortably on the beach. And we've seen a lot of people who have sent us in pictures, um, whether it be through the members only corner or through emails where they're so excited because they're able to regain that, that confidence, you know, walking through sand, which is no easy thing for most people, right? Like, it's not like it's an easy thing to walk through sand because it's, very unstable and the sand moves under your feet so to be able to walk along the beach with their spouse is a big goal of theirs um or something that they're tackling you know like so you have this desire you have these desires in your heart and and from that desire you know desire is great great desire however it's if you're relying on desire alone to motivate you that's that's going to fall short because desire is only going to take you so far. Desire may be the thing that will prompt you to do some research or, you know, to get involved in a program or start a new diet or start a new exercise program. Desire is probably the very thing that landed you here in the MS gym. It was, you know, probably because you heard other people talking about it and the great things that are happening in their world or that they're seeing happen or the new hope that they found. And you have that desire for what they're expressing, right? For what you're hearing about this community. So that desire landed you here. So desire is a really good thing. However, when it comes to motivation, it's the least effective part of the process to staying motivated. And um, so then I was thinking, okay, so if, if desire is not what's going to motivate people. Hey, Pam. Hey, babe. Glad to have you guys on here. Hi, Sharon. Um, what's up, Tracy? Uh, yeah. So, you know, if, if, if desire is not a very strong tool for motivation, then, then what else do we rely on? And a lot of times like that, that sense of urgency, a sense of urgency is a great Kickstarter. You know, I know for me, planning a party, you know, or having, knowing that my daughter's birthday is coming and I'm going to have 20 people in my house has kind of lit a fire underneath to get some projects in my house underway and done before we have this party. And so that's created a sense of urgency to motivate me to get some things done that I've been putting off. Um, maybe, you know, and also like when you get a diagnosis or something, it's like, okay, I've got, I'm, I'm motivated. I want to do something because I want to, prolong the challenges that are expected. You know, I want to put those off as long as possible so that I can live the best quality of life as long as possible. Or, you know, you're already having those symptoms and you're like, you know what, like, I, I need to take care of this now. Like new news on something is a really great way to put that urgency and that fire under you to get started doing maybe eating cleaner. I know for me, when they diagnosed me with rheumatoid arthritis, there was that sense of urgency and I knew that I needed to clean up my diet to reduce that inflammation that was happening in my body. And so I jumped all over that and, um, and it, it created that sense of urgency. But again, urgency is temporary and it's fleeting and it may help you tackle a project or get started on something, but urgency is not what's going to carry you through. It's not that thing that's going to help you stay motivated by itself, you know, because usually urgent means here and now, but then 
what happens a week, two weeks, six weeks down the road when you're no longer feeling like the newness and the, you know, of the, the diagnosis or, you know, the event is over or, you know, whatever it is, then what's going to sustain you? What's going to carry you forward with that motivation? And, um, and I know a lot of times we talk about our why here. And I know I talk about that a lot, you know, having that vision, those goals, those plans that you have for yourself and being, being able to visualize where you're going and then being able to tie that in with people that you love. And, you know, so that that's important, right? Being able to look around at the people around you and the people whose lives are impacted and affected by what's going on with you. And a lot of times we are so quick to, to give up on ourselves, right? We will give up on ourselves 10 times faster than we will give up on somebody else and um, or give up for somebody else. So if you, you know, as you, as you look around um, and you, you think about your family members and the people that you love, they can be great motivators, you know, thinking about the things you want to do with them, the experiences you want to have, the life that's still yet to live that you want to be a part of, you know, the, the marriage ceremonies and the receptions and the graduations and the vacations and, you know, and all these things that it's like, I want to be able to experience that with my loved ones, you know, and I want to be there for them during these special moments. And maybe you have little ones, you know, like I do. And you're like, I just, I want to play with them. I don't want to watch them play. I want to be with them. I want to play. I want to interact. I want to get down and roll around on the floor. I want to do that for my grandchildren. I didn't wait all these years to be a grandparent, to not get to do those fun things with them, to not get to be out in the garage with them, you know, like teaching them how to put together like a, a, a workbench or a chair or, you know, my dad was building a, what was it? A, goodness, I can't even remember now, but he was putting something together for my mom and seeing him teaching or showing my, my daughter, his granddaughter, what he was doing was just kind of a special moment. And, you know, maybe it's, maybe it's that, maybe, maybe it's those kinds of things. Maybe you love to garden and you'd love to pass on that desire and that love that you have for gardening with, with your, your children and grandchildren. And you want to have that ability, you know, so whatever it is, if you can connect your, your goals uh, that you have for yourself, that vision that you have for yourself, for a loved one that we talk all the time about how, how important that is and how helpful that is. But I have to tell you that that again, by itself is not something that is going to help you stay motivated. You know, that's not going to keep you on that motivational path um, that you desire to stay on, you know, and, and again, because I know there's so many of us, we have people that we love, but yeah, we're still struggling. You know, we're still struggling to make that connection and really stay motivated. And I got to thinking like, why is that? I do it too. You know, like I've got two beautiful daughters, another one on the way, an incredible husband. And, you know, and I still struggle. I struggle with consistency. I struggle to stay motivated. And, you know, and it's like, okay, how, why, why is this? Why is this such a common problem that we all experience in one or multiple areas of our life at any given point, you know? And so I got to thinking about this motivation path, motivational path, right? So you start out with that desire and you, you maybe well, that'll lead into a sense of urgency. Like, I got to tackle this now. I got to tackle this now. 
and um, and it and it helps you then establish a goal, right? A vision for yourself, like where do I want to be and where am I headed? But now that you have that goal, you kind of connect it to the loved ones in your life, and you envision yourself living that out with the people that you love. And um, the, an important thing, if you want all of that to stick, you have to then establish the why for you. Why does this matter so much for you? What is in it for you? And you really have to tie that to your own personal why. And I think that's where people a lot of times struggle. Like, why does this matter so much to me? Yeah, there's the obvious things like, I don't like being in this wheelchair. I don't like being restricted for the places that I can go and the people that I can see and the amount of time that I can visit because of my circumstances. You know, those those are kind of those obvious factors in why, why you want to change. But I'm talking about really digging in a little bit deeper. And this is where things get a little challenging because here, here in the MS Gym, we focus a lot on really wanting you to stay focused on the things you're grateful for, the things you're happy for, the things you can do versus the things you can't do right now. And I'm going to ask you for just a brief moment to focus on the things that are challenging you, the things that you're frustrated about, the things that you get angry about, the things that really, really are, are upsetting. Um, and the reason for that is because if you are content where you are, and I think this is the biggest factor that holds everybody at back, you can have all these other things. You can have the desire. You can have the urgency to get better. You can have those that you care about be a significant why in your world for why you want to get, why you want to get better, why you want to put the effort in. But if you're still, if there's still a part of you that is content in your circumstances, you're not going to do what it takes. You're not going to have that motivation. And I, and I know you hear me say content. Nobody's content having MS. Nobody's content with any, any medical condition that they've been diagnosed with. Nobody's content having that. And so it may sound a little ridiculous for me to even suggest that. But in my experience and what I've seen is a lot of times, People haven't reached that place yet where they're utterly just in utter despair, disgust, or even discontentment with their situation. They don't like it. They don't want to be in their situation, but they have not hit that place where they're just fed up. They're utterly disgusted with where they're at. And, and I think that that is, that is a huge driving force. And so I just want to ask you, is there a part of you that has settled for life as it is today? And really think about that. You know, is there a part of you that is kind of settled? That it's like, you know, maybe maybe you're you get in every once in a while and you'll do the daily exercises in in this free community. And you know, and when you do, you feel good, but it's not become a part of your everyday activity. Or maybe you're a member in the MS gym at, at the msgym.com and you log in, you know, a couple times a week and you do your exercises and you're, you're getting benefit from it. And it's not that you're not getting benefit from it. Um, or maybe, maybe you're that person that it's like, you know, once a week or you started out really strong and you kind of fallen off the wagon. Um, and so this is an important question for you to really think through, like, is there a part of you that has settled for life as it is today? 
as it is today, not for where it's headed or anything else, but just where you are in your circumstances today, this is, you've settled. Um, do, you, do you sometimes have a thought that crosses your mind? And maybe it doesn't cross your mind. Maybe you haven't even thought it consciously. But when it comes to doing, knowing you should do your exercises, there's a part of you that's like, oh, I don't need to do those today. You know, I, I'm not that bad. You know, when, when, when I start to see these signs, then I will do something about it. And so you just kind of like, eh, I'm, I'm not that bad. Or, you know, at least I can still do blank and whatever that is. And, and these are all things that, that can let you know that you've kind of settled a little bit. Um, or I'm not as bad as so-and-so. I'm not as bad as, you know, such person in, in my support group or that I, you know, interact with here in the MS gym. And, you know, like, I'm not that bad. I don't, I don't need to be consistent because I'm not that bad. Um, or this sucks. I hate that I can't do blank. But it's going to take much time or effort to improve or reach my goals. I, I just, I don't have the time. I don't have, I just don't have it in me to put in the effort it's going to take to get there. Well, that's a big sign that you've really settled. Um, so, like, if, if there's a part of you that think it's not worth what it's going to take, you've settled. You've definitely settled. Or or the thought that, you know, there's no guarantee. There's no guarantee that this is going to, that I'm going to be able to walk again. There's no guarantee that I'm going to be able to do this. So I put forth the effort. And these are, these are some hard, hard things to really think about. Are any of these you? Does any, any of that kind of convict you a little bit? And, you know, and no judgment. No judgment from Trevor or I or anybody on our team because we all walk through this in various aspects of our world, right? But this is the time that I want to get raw with you, and I want you to take that time to really think through, like, is that me? Is there a part of me? If you're struggling with motivation, I really want you to ask yourself the question, is there a part of me that's just kind of settled? That's settled for this is this is as good as it's going to get? Hey, space. Thank you. Just reaffirming me that this is so good. <laughs> Thank you, Trev. Uh, he just got home. But, you know, so take, take that time to just sit in it for a moment. And, you know, and I what I really want you to do is I really want you to get to that place, your own place, and it's unique to each of us. But what is your place of just utter despair, discontentment, or disgust? Like, what is it? What have you settled for? What disgust or frustrates it you that could be different? Think about that for a moment. You know, it's it's like Popeye. You know, it's I, I think the original book actually that what that got me thinking about this was years ago. Right when Trevor Trevor had this big burden on his heart, and I talk about how this vision to reach a million people was birthed, right? And and it really came from the heart and soul of my husband. He struggled, like it was such a conviction in his heart that he was like pent up, like there's something that I'm supposed to do, and I don't know what to do, and you know, and and so we we've had several conversations, and I finally put a book in his hand that I had read, and it was called Holy Discontent by Bill Hybels. And it is, it's by a Christian author who just really dives into, like, we, we have these things in, inside of us, right, that we know we're supposed to do something with or we want to do it. We have these desires we want to live out for either our lives or to make an impact on the world around us. 
but then the motivation part is really hard. You know, it is really, really hard to get and stay motivated in, in tackling something that just seems monumental, which is exactly where you guys are at. And I believe it was in this book that they referenced Popeye. And Popeye says, a quote he has is, that's all I can stand because I can't stand no more. <laughs> no more. I can't really do accents very well. But yeah, that's all I can stand because I can't stand anymore. Are you there? Have you reached that in your place of just physically, in your body, mentally, emotionally, psychologically? Are you in a place where you're finally at the place where it's like, that's all I can stand and I can't stand anymore? And once you're there, we can build upon that. But we need you to get there. We need you to arrive at your own utter discontentment, despair, disgust. So how are we going to do that? And I really want you to take a moment. And sorry, I get all fired up. I kind of get emotional. Um, but I, I want you to look around at your environment. Just take a moment. Like, look around at your environment. Look around at your relationships. Look around at your ability. You know, your abilities or lack of ability. And, and journal. Take a few minutes to just journal. And this is, this is really what I would recommend for anybody. Because I want you to sit in a place that you're at now. And I want you to journal the things that you just absolutely can't stand. You cannot stand. You're angry about it. You're frustrated about it. You're like, I need to, this needs to change. And this needs to change. I don't want you to think about whether or not it's a possibility. I just really want you to, for the first time in MS Gym history, I want you to sit under the weight of everything that you're going through. If motivation is a struggle for you, then I want you to take a minute to just sit in all of this, in your experiences, because you need to get to that place of utter disgust, utter despair, utter discontentment, because if you're not there, you're not going to be motivated. And I want you to journal, you know, these are the things, this, this is it, this is what I'm, I'm fed up with. I can't stand any more of this. I can't stand any more of this. I can't stand any more of this. And I want you to get to that place. Because once you're there, then all this other stuff that we talked about, the desire, the urgency, those that you're incorporating into your vision and why it matters so much for you to get it done, is all going to come to life. But more importantly, your why is going to come from those pages. Your why is going to come from that place of just utter discontentment. So let's get there. We're not going to sit in there for very long. It's not healthy to sit in that place. It can be dangerous to allow yourself to stay in that place. But the reason we are going to go there and we're going to allow ourselves to go there is because we are going to use that as our driving factor, as the motivation that sustains us. Those other things are great, but if you can't tie it to something else that matters to you, it's not going to sustain you. So this is going to sustain you. And, and now that you've arrived at your utter discontentment, that just place of despair and disgust that you're like, that's all I can stand because I can't stand no more. Now that you're there, now what? What are we going to do with that? And this is where you're ready to set that goal. This is where you are ready to start visualizing yourself in the future, doing the things that you want to do, the things that you said you can't stand anymore, you're going to visualize yourself having turned that around. And you're going to start to set out a vision for your life. A year, five years, 10 years down the road. Like you're going to start to look at your future and say, this is, this is what I want. This is where I'm heading. And, and so we're going to set that 
goal. And then I want you to think about how do you feel about that goal? You know, what are your feelings on that? Are you, does it excite you? Does it make you a little nervous? Because that's normal. If you don't set a goal that, if you set a goal that doesn't make you a little nervous, it's not a good enough goal. You're not reaching hard enough because you can do some pretty incredible things. And I see it. I see it all the time. I mean, Susan, you're on here and you are doing some incredible things that I am just so proud of you. So proud of you. You know, like you guys, I'm, I see like Jody, who Trevor sent the email about this week, her neck is so much better. And she has documented proof of what's going on, like clinical proof of how the exercises are affecting her because she has stayed committed. Like this is like, I want you to set some goals that do scare you a little bit, but they get you excited at the same point. So, and then I want you to look around, you know, where do you exercise? I want you to evaluate the environment where you exercise because that can play a big part in motivating. If you're, if you're trying to exercise in a spot that doesn't really make you feel good or you don't really want to go to it. Like for me, when I would, you know, when my office was in the basement, it's dark, it's damp feeling down there. It's cold. It's not, you know, like, I don't know why I put my office down there. Cause once I moved it down there, I never went down there to work. Wasn't very productive for me. Was it now that I moved my office upstairs and excuse me. And I freshened up my environment. I actually enjoy coming into my workspace to sit down and work, you know, and that's no different than exercising. If, you know, when you're working and you're, if you're exercising from home, I'm not saying you have to dedicate a whole room to it, but whatever room you plan to do your exercises for, do something in there to freshen it up, to make it feel like it's a place that you want to visit every day. And, and that's a great way for you to help in this factor that helps, help stay motivated. And then this next one is so important because you need to know that there will be obstacles and you need to plan for it because that, you know, there, there really is an enemy out there. There's an adversary that wants to stop you from reaching your goals, that wants to get into your head and tell you it's not possible and that you can't do that. And it's a pipe dream and you should just give up or, or not even that just wants to tell you, uh, you know, you're, you're tired. It's okay. You don't need to do your exercises today. Or, you know, like just those little justifications that are like, well, I don't need to do anything. You know, I'm so busy. I've got this, I've got this, I've got that. And you know, I don't need to do it today or I can do it later. I can put it off. Like there's going to be obstacles. There's going to be small ones like those ones that get in your head. And then there's going to be others where it's like, so-and-so is sick or, you know, like, I, I fell or I have this going on or I'm sick or I'm in a relapse or whatever. There's going to be bigger obstacles, but either way, small or big, just know that there's going to be things that are going to get in the way that are going to try to stop you from being productive, from moving forward, from staying motivated. And so what I want you to do for this is I want you to sit down and brainstorm in that same journal where you took yourself to that very frustrating, dark place that we just talked about a few minutes ago. And I want you to journal, you know, like any possible obstacle that could cross your path. Because I want you to, I want you to plan for it. I want, not, not that I want you, I don't, I don't want you inviting that into your world, but it's literally like, I want you to sit down and be like, I won't feel like it. Um, you know, my grandkids will be coming over and I'm going to rather hang out with them than do my exercises before they come. Or, you know, I have to cook this luncheon or I have to, 
you know, whatever it is, or, you know, I get sick or I have a relapse or, you know, what could possibly get in the way of you staying motivated or staying productive or doing your exercises on a daily basis. And I want you to write those down and because then you won't be surprised by it. When these things start happening, it's not going to fool you because you're going to be like, Oh, you know what? I already knew this was going to happen. I knew that I was going to have this thought. And then I promised myself, and that's the next step. Promise yourself, you're going to decide now that no matter what, those obstacles will not keep you from doing daily what you need to do to march towards your goal. So if you decide that now, and you've already written down every possible obstacle, when it comes, you're going to have that reminder that says, you know what, I already knew this was going to happen. And I promised myself that no matter what, I was going to do something even when I felt like doing nothing because this isn't an all or nothing thing and we've talked about that this is an all or something thing and there's going to be days when legitimately you have legitimate reasons to do nothing and anybody would understand that anybody would justify that but let's do something every day every day that is moving you forward even if it's a a mindset even if you just log in and watch a previous Motivation Monday or a previous Misty moment, and maybe maybe it's just listening to the exercises and visualize your body going through those exercises. Do something on those days where you physically have nothing to give, whether you're, you know, it, maybe you're in the hospital recovering from an injury or a fall, or maybe you do have somebody who is sick that you're just you're, you're taking care of like 24 7 and it leaves no time you know I have a hard time thinking that there's there's not some time you can carve out for yourself but like I just want you to do something in those moments because that's what's going to help you stay motivated because what happens when you give into these obstacles and you give yourself a pass is that pass now has a foothold and that pass is going to justify you tomorrow not doing it. Like the more you stay consistent, the easier it is to keep going. But the second that you don't do anything, the next thing you know, a whole week goes by and you've done nothing, right? Am I, am I speaking some truth here? Because I know that that's the case for so many of us. So if you can't physically do any of the exercises, I want you to log in and still do something. So you can check in your box that I showed up today. I didn't feel like it. I had every reason not to. I had very legitimate reasons not to because I'm literally laid up in a hospital bed. But I showed up and I absorbed some mental exercises for the day. Do something. Promise yourself that you're not going to let these obstacles get in your way and that no matter what, you're going to show up every day. And that leads to my last and final thing. And this is, this is obvious off of everything that we've just talked about. Make a priority. Choose to make this a priority. Because motivation is not something that's just going to come natural. It's not going to come easy. You, you look at these champion athletes, you know, whether they're para-Olympic athletes or they're in the standard Olympics, like their, their motivation, they build upon it every single day. But trust me, they struggle with motivation in periods of time, just like we do. But it's a daily practice as 
as it is with anything else. You have to practice being motivated and staying motivated. And this, these are the tools to help you do that. And if you're not going to utilize the tools, I don't know how it can help you outside of that. So, and, and there's nothing that Trevor, Trevor is amazing. And he's so good that it's almost hindering some people because they can literally show up do today's exercises and feel great after doing them and then not show up for a few days. Are they progressing forward? Are they building upon the exercises that they did yesterday? If they don't show up today, no, but it's a quick fix. It's, oh, I feel like, I feel like crap. I'm going to go do those exercises so I can get some muscles activated or loosened up, reduce some of the spasticity for today. And then in a few days when the problem is back or it's worse, then I'm going to tackle it again. But how much greater is it, and those of you who are doing this on a daily basis can vouch for this, if you build upon it daily, if you build that daily practice and you're building upon the success you had yesterday and adding to it today, like, that's where the wins happen. So I encourage you, I know this is not an easy, easy exercise to do, but I encourage you to dig in and find, find your place of utter discontentment, utter despair, just utter disgust find it dig into that and really really link that to where you want to go and all this other stuff that we talked about and then set your goal evaluate your environment change it up a little bit freshen it up a little bit know that there's going to be obstacles plan for those obstacles but decide now that no matter what it's not going to stop you and it's not going to get in the way and then make a priority and I promise you, if you put all of that into place, the motivation is going to come and it's going to get stronger, especially as you start to see, see your world changing and you start to feel better and you start to see these victories and they keep building upon each other. And you can join the ranks with everybody else who is saying, hey, look what I did today. Oh my gosh, I was in the shower and I closed my eyes while I was washing my hair and I didn't fall over. I felt strong. I felt comfortable. Hey, I took 30 steps today when it's been a long time since I even took three, you know, like you're going to be that person too, but you're not going to be that person if you cannot find that place of motivation and stick to it and you allow it to just grow. So I hope that this helped you guys. I hope that this was as good as yesterday. Um, I wouldn't know because it, again, the signal dropped on us several times, but um, I hope that this helped you and I hope that you can really put it into use. And if there's anything else um, I can add to this or anything that's helping you um, stay motivated. If you're one of those people where it's like, yeah, I struggled with motivation, but this is what I've been doing and it's been helping me stay consistent. Then please feel free to share that for everybody's benefit because we, we can all learn from each other and grow with each other. So I hope that this blesses you and that you have a good rest of your day and week. And um, for those of you who are going to be celebrating the Memorial Day holiday this weekend, please be safe. And um, don't overheat if you're in an area where it's too hot. So we will talk to you soon. Have a wonderful week. Bye.